welcome to Series 1, Episode 20 of Heart Points, a one-to-one RPG actual play podcast. I'm your husband and GM, Zach. And I am your wife and player, Diana. How are you, my darling? I am great. I'm sure you would say something else, though. No, I think you're fine. Okay. Diana had a... Single drink. A single whiskey and (laughs) ginger ginger and went crazy. No, no. Those of you that know me already know this, but I don't have a very high tolerance for alcohol despite my Portuguese blood. I do not have a high tolerance. And so it does not take much for me to get tipsy and or drunk. We have a lot of cheap whiskey and rum. It needs to be consumed. I am the only one who doesn't have standards for that, so I have to drink it. <laughs> That's not true. I just don't drink in general very much. But also, you got you had one drink, got notably tipsy, and then started insisting that we record. So that is why we were recording now. Yes. You have since assured me that you have sobered up. I would ride up. a bicycle. You say that, but we... <laughs> You say that. I do. I would ride a bicycle there, but we just did some yoga. I just did some yoga. Let me put it this way. I would not make you, I would not hold you to that assertion. <laughs> you might be willing to ride a bicycle. I would not make you ride a bicycle. <laughs> I would gladly ride a bicycle. I should explain. Riding a bicycle is this very random, weird system that I came up with to describe how drunk I am. And bicycle is right behind car. So I would not get into a car right now. But I would ride a bicycle. I would ace a skateboard as much as I, Diana, can ace a skateboard, which probably isn't very much. But I would ace a skateboard. I am definitely bike rideable right now. I believe you. (laughs) You believe that I believe this. I believe that you believe that. (laughs) Let's get some heart points on. Yeah, so um, do you remember where you left off? Vaguely, I'll be honest, I was taking notes for some episodes and then kind of stopped. And this is one of the episodes that I did not take notes for. So I mm-hmm. do not 100% remember where I am. <laughs> okay. I, Good. Well, Off here's the to thing. a good start. Well, here's the thing. I know that we had that conversation, that we had the lunch meeting. I know that I, um, I asked around a little bit. And I know that um, Omen and I discussed going back out into the town after mm-hmm. I had promised to not do that. That's very true. And then you had a discussion with uh, Marshiri. Right, yeah, but that happened after my discussion with Omen. And do you remember what the cliffhanger we left on was? No. Cliffhanger we left on was that Averius, the god of the desert, Mm -hmm. has a Biden that is very similar to the warrior goddess of the gnolls, Akhlun, or Amlun Arakan. I only need slight reminders. I need to take notes, again, is the thing. Probably. But my notes always end up really weird. They're always like, Marshiri is dumb. You owned that fight. Like, that's not very helpful. Those aren't very good notes. They don't help me later. If, Marshiri also wouldn't be dumb. If only our sessions were saved in some way <laughs> that you could go back and reference them. That's so and true. And find that information that, that you had forgotten. That is so true. It's almost like it would be so beneficial if they were recorded and I could listen to them. That's a great idea. I know. That would be great. I should look into that. So mad at you. <laughs> Sal just found the... Or Sal just made the connection. Right. That Averius has a crescent Biden. Right. Uh, just like 
Om Lun Arakan. Right. And you are in the home of the Ham matriarch right. and her children. And I still don't have my rapier. And you still do not have your rapier. So what do you want to do? I'm going to find my rapier. I am looking for um, the other people who were with me when I got knocked out. Mm-hmm. So you got a lead for Afonza, right. the human grave digger. Mm-hmm. And she is she lives by the wall. Yes. Do you want to go look for her? Yes. Okay. So I do that. Are you going to make me do my special move, my navigate? Uh, well, I think first, when you go to leave the house, I think Omin stops you and he goes, Hey, where are you going? Man, you were just talking to me about escaping later today. Why do you want to know where I'm going? He goes, because my mom agreed to watch out for you and you got knocked out last night and probably stabbed, I'm assuming. All right. Um, he Good goes, points. Good I don't points. know if you should be like... Just a friendly ask. Just friendly All right. wondering. Good point, I guess. I'm just going to go find Alphonse. 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 I said Alphonse. <laughs> Omin goes, uh, okay, you're going to stay in Corpstown? That's, well, I mean, as long as everybody who was with me when I got knocked out is in Corpstown, then yes, I will be staying in Corpstown. He's, uh, he's like cleaning up in the kitchen area and he goes, do you want me to go with you? You don't have to. I'm just going to find Alfonza. I don't expect this to be an issue. Do you think it's going to be an issue? He goes, no, it should be fine, but I don't know if, I don't know. You've never really walked around Corpstown before. No, it'll be an adventure. She says with a smile as she leaves out the front door. All right, so you are now in the streets of Corpstown. We've covered before that this is a, this is like a shanty town area of the city. Right. It is... A lot of makeshift buildings. Uh, the streets are in severe disrepair, but it is also very active. There's a lot of people out and about in the streets. A lot of smoke, a lot of incense, a lot of perfumes to mask kind of the stench of Death. Corpstown. And yeah, there's a, there's all kinds of people um, in these very crowded city streets. Uh, I think the roads are very narrow and like. There's a lot of housing just, like, built, like, within and under and on top of one another. There's less organized infrastructure here. It's a very organic infrastructure. Mm-hmm. Things were built as they were needed to be built. Yes. Yeah. So you're trying to get to the wall. Yes, I am. All right. Why don't you uh, make that a... Uh... Navigate roll. Yep. All right. I rolled an eight plus... I think it's just an eight, right? No, plus my wisdom. Eight plus zero. That's an eight. So I succeed with the middling thing. Yep. On a seven plus, not, uh, seven through nine, you choose one. I don't get distracted by something beautiful, dangerous, or frightening. It does not cost me any more than you expect. You don't run into anyone who seeks to distract, d- deter, or harm, and it doesn't take any longer than expected. So I only take one of those things. I don't run into anybody who would seek to distract, disarm, or deter me. I think you're making your way through Corpstown and you're trying to like squeeze your way through. And I think as you're as you're like making your way through this this town, Sal sees something as she's making her way through. I think she looks up at like the roof of a building because she hears movement. Mm-hmm. And when she looks up, she sees this vulture 
a red bearded vulture, I think they're called. Okay. They're huge, massive, with like black markings over their eyes and, and like white plumage that is stained with blood. Mm-hmm. And it is holding in its talons as it rends the flesh from it, some the limb of some creature. Oh, that's upsetting. On the roof of this building. Mmm. That's gross. Mm-hmm. Elsewhere in the city, we see a trio of city guard mm-hmm. walking through the elegant courtyard of Messia. Okay. The leader of the guard. And... They march through her through her estate with purpose mm-hmm. and come to find her in the same room that Sal met her in before. Okay. With that long table. And the swords on the wall. And the swords on the wall. And she is, uh, I think, reading some, I guess, what would pass as a newspaper. Okay. A scroll, however you want to... Parchment? Yeah. Yeah, I think there's some sort of magic style printing press that they can mass produce information. Okay. And it goes out in like these daily scrolls. Um and she's she's going over it and this trio approach her and they set a long bundle at the table mm-hmm. in front of her. And then we go back to sound. Can we get a description of what that long bundle looks like? Mm-mm. Okay. It's a long wrapped bundle. Okay. And we go back to Sal. Okay. And she is walking through Corpstown. Mm-hmm. What is something that Sal sees in Corpstown that distresses her? Probably just the amount of kids that are dirty and look unaccompanied. And maybe I see a kid pickpocket somebody or try to pickpocket somebody or something like that. You know, like... That's just truly distressing because, like, dead bodies, I think Sound would have encountered, right? Would she have? At some point. I mean, she lives, her father was in the mining guild. Like, I think, you know, like, cave-ins happen. Tragedies happen, right? But children who are alone and don't have anyone to care for them, I think, really upsets her. Okay, yeah, and this is definitely where, like, the orphan kids end up. Right, exactly. They definitely end up in Corpstown because no one else will, like, deal with them. Right. Plus, I probably would have seen dead bodies, like, maybe not dead sentient bodies, but, like, dead animal bodies and stuff. Yeah. Right? Like, I would have seen that. So, I think, I mean, it's still upsetting, but I think it's just the amount of children that are clearly unaccompanied and don't have anyone there for them. Okay. Are these, like lovable street rats no oh okay they can be i'm sure they can be not, I'm not sure I mean, some of them are yeah, i'm sure I'm some sure. of them are adorable in their kind yeah. of like i don't know i don't know if it would be lost on sound that these kids have something that she didn't which is freedom like i don't think you can assume that every dirty kid you see running through the streets is an orphan like right yeah i think i'm sure there are some kids that look frightened and like look like they're not having a good time but i'm mm-hmm. sure there are also just a lot of kids in general well i didn't mean to make it sound like i thought every kid would looked terrified that's not yeah. how i meant to make it that might be how it came out but that's not okay. what, what necessarily i meant just no, that like, might have been my own spin just that they're like there are, are there are clearly no adults looking there's mm. like no one paying attention to these kids that they are just like doing their own thing in the middle of a city 
in the middle of the neighborhood of the city that no one else wants to go into. Yeah. And like I said, I probably see a couple of them, like, swipe something and steal some stuff. And I think I'm just kind of like, why is no one watching out for these kids? Why is no one trying to help? Okay. And And I'm upset. I think at that, you start getting closer to the edge of the city. Mm -hmm. And you can see the wall, like, looming above you. And I think here, like, homes are, like, built up into the wall. Mm -hmm. And you're approaching this area, and you see, like... In the street ahead of you, I think there is, like, a small opening, like, a small square. And I think, like, a pack of null cubs, like, go running through the street mm-hmm. with, like, their Formian friend and their dwarf friend and their, like, human friends. Yeah. Uh, Which is an awesome image, by the way. I love that. And they go running, like, across this, like, across, like, the the street where you're walking, right? You can see, like, the entrance. Okay. The, the entryway, and they run past... Mm-hmm. Um, and as they run past, you hear a slightly familiar voice uh, yell, Slow down! Don't hurt yourself! Masavin! No, Masavin, don't bite her! Um, and then you see run into frame uh, Alfonza. Alfonza, wait! Uh, she turns and she sees you, and there's a moment of confusion on her face, and then surprise, and then genuine joy as this smile spreads across her face. And she runs up to you in the street, and I think she, I like... I try to meet her, like, halfway. Yeah. I think she puts her hands on her your shoulders, and she mm-hmm. goes, Oh my god, you're okay. Yeah. I mean, it would take a lot more than an angry mob to bring me down. But speaking of angry mob, where is my sword? She looks you over, and she goes, I- I'm really sorry, we lost it. And when everything was going on. Okay. At least I know where it is. Thank you. In that, I don't know where it is. So I appreciate that. <laughs> she goes, I could have somebody... I, I could go look. No. If, if you want, but I, I'm i sure it's been it's snatched by now. Fine. I'm really sorry. We just tried to get out of there as fast as we could. Understandable. Understandable. I just made my first kill with that sword, so I was, I was hoping to hold on to it, but it's not a big deal. Uh, I think, she, like the color in her face, like, kind of drains a little bit when you say that. I think I, like, backhand slap her on the shoulder. You know, like, backhand slap her. Yeah. I don't know what that would... It's a slap, right? Yes. So I backhand slap her on the shoulder, and I go, I'm just kidding. She goes, I... I... Yeah, I, I know. saw what you did Yeah, to I know, but if we think about it too much, it'll be too sad. So, like, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. She laughs and she goes, okay. All right. It was, uh... Really amazing how you handled that. Um, before you arrived, Nukupeno and I and Jolanta were we were panicking. We didn't know what to do, and Nukupeno was gonna charge up there, but I don't think he could have gotten out by himself, and I don't think Jolanta and I could have helped him. It so t- takes a village, man. Takes a village. Well, I'm glad I could help. I appreciate that I could help. I, I enjoy helping people who need it. Where are the others? Are they also here in Corpstown? Or? She goes, oh, yeah. Uh, Jolanta works at the candle shop down the way, and uh, Nukupeno is at the blacksmith. Like a metal blacksmith? That's the only, yes. Okay. That is, that is traditionally what a blacksmith deals in. You might be laughing at me, Alfonza, <laughs> but this town does not operate 
always in the way that I expect it to. So I just want to make sure. Uh, Can you point me in the direction of the blacksmith, please? She goes, uh, yeah, I'll go with you. Just hold on. Let me go tell one of the parents that I'm leaving. Perfect. And you see her go uh, into that square and across the square. I think there's like a group of null women talking and she goes up to them and talks to them and then like points at you. Um, I think one of the null women waves at you. I wave back. And then uh, Afonza comes back and she goes, uh, okay, so you want to go see Nukupenu? Yeah. Okay. Everybody just calls him Nuke. So um, I don't know why I've been saying his whole name this whole time. Well, it helps give <laughs> me context because if he introduces himself as Nukupenu, like I'd need to know who he is. Yeah. So, so uh, thank you for the context. Yeah. So she starts leading you through the city and she goes, uh, I don't think it's very far. So she goes, uh, so what do you think of Corpse Town? Honestly, it's very different, but everyone I've met here has been just so incredibly kind to me. Uh, she nods and she goes, Corpstown is the best district in Segaranza. By far. I love that you say that. <laughs> that sounds very condescending. I don't mean it to be. I don't mean it to be. I realized it as I was saying it, that, that it sounded like that. Uh, but I don't mean it to be. Yeah, she goes, what do you What do you mean by that? I mean, I just enjoy your enthusiasm. Like, I really, I, I, you are just very happy. And I very much enjoy people who are happy. I don't see a lot of people who are happy. And you are very happy. And I really like your happiness. And I realize the more I say this, the more it sounds like I'm, tr- I'm being condescending. I'm tr- trying not to be condescending. Just a. She just, laughs just, and she goes, "Okay, all right, okay. all right, I, I got you. All right, I got you. Thank, we're, thank you. We're good. Thank we're, you. You you saved us, so I'm not too. We're good. Okay, thank you. Uh, and I think you smell the the stench of a smithy. Mm-hmm. That very earthen, metallic smell. Um, the smell of silt and tarnish and burnt metal. Mm-hmm. As you guys approach this um, overhang, this like this building that has like a awning that stretches out into the street, and there's uh, metallurgy projects kind of strewn all about. I have a really quick question. Yes. That I forgot to ask before I got here. Okay. I know Alfonza is a part of the other Knoll she is clan. A, she's a friend of the Hom, or no, of the Myth Clan. Thank you. She's a friend of the Myth Clan. Is Nuke, a friend of the Myth Clan. I think you might have to ask one of them. Okay. I ask Alfonso before we walk in. Okay. She goes, no, I'm really the only one that kind of hangs out with the Myth, um, but Nuke and Jolanta hang out with me, and they all know each other. It's a small district. Wonderful. Thank you. And you hear the clanging of a hammer on steel, and there's all these projects, and most of them are not weaponry. Most of them are very basic tools. Okay. Pulleys and hose and candle holders and, like, basic necessities. Mm-hmm. But strewn in with all of that, there are some, like, rough weapons. Okay. The frame of a shield, uh, the blade of a sword without a handle, all kinds of different stuff. Okay. As you enter, you see Nuke in his big, like, heavy blacksmith apron, hammering out on this, I don't know, it's like some curved piece of metal, and it's red hot. Is he sweating? 
Because he's made out of stone, isn't he? Okay, so a stone Goliath is not literally made out of stone. Oh, I think we've had this conversation. They're just stone-like. He's got, like, gray earthen skin. Okay. And, like, uh, I don't think... I think he's, like, hairless and has, like, black tattoos. Okay. Um, Is he sweating? Yes. And I think... That's the important question. He might have said he has black uh, sclera as well. Yes, yes, he does. Like, black sclera and yellow eyes. Yeah, he is kind of hammering out on this... uh, on this bent piece of metal, and he looks up and he sees you two, and he immediately, like, throws everything down and, like, comes over, and he goes, You're okay! Yeah, I'm good, I'm good. He goes, uh, are, are, should you be up? Yes. I mean, yeah, because I say so. I'm fine. Uh, he looks Not to, wobbly or anything. He looks to Afonza, uh, and he goes, and then looks to you and goes, How did you find, you two fight each other? Um, I'm very good at finding people. And I think Afonso's like, uh, Myth nah, met with her earlier and told her where to find us. And he goes, oh, that's good? It's whatever. I have a question for you two. How did you know where to take me? He goes, we just brought you home. It was Hamna Mamomin who recognized you when we came in. Uh, all the matriarchs met up. When we brought Abavin back. Okay. And we kind of just had you, but Mamamin recognized you and offered to take you in. Insisted. She'd take you in. She's wonderful like that. I appreciate that. Just by, you know, just by chance, uh, when you were bringing me in, did you happen to see where my, my sword may have gotten lost too? Nuke uh, shoots a look at Afonza. Afonza shrugs, and Nuke goes, No, I'm sorry. I just grabbed you and ran. That's fine. I appreciate you saving my life. That's very, very thoughtful of you. Maybe Jolanta saw something? Maybe. She might be my next stop. But I have a question for you. I have so many questions, but this is another one. I see that there are some, like, sword bits here. Did you make these? He nods to a, um... A sleeping uh, stone Goliath in the back mm-hmm. with a big belly uh, who is just sleeping in a chair. Uh, and he goes, no, nah, the master does most of the uh, most of the blade work. But um, I've been trying my hand a little. I'm not very good at it yet. Would you like to make me a sword since I don't have one anymore? Uh, he goes, I would. Yeah, I would love to. We can't really do pro bono work, and I kn- I feel really bad saying that no. because you saved Abavin and everything. No, it's totally but fine. Here's the, the steel is kind of hard to come by. No, I totally get it. Here's the thing: her peeps they owe me a favor, so the favor is going to be that they bankroll the sword that you're going to make me. She owes me a favor. I saved Abavin's life. I don't. I don't. I think you should buy a real sword. I don't think you should have me I don't think you should I'm just an apprentice I don't I think you should buy a real sword I mean I need a sword and I don't really know anybody else in the city and you already saved my life so I trust you to make a good sword one that I can use to bash people don't I don't need I I clearly don't know very much about swords (laughs) like I don't know how you could make a bad sword 
I'm not sure that I understand. Me, Sal, I don't understand how you can make a bad sword. <laughs> oh, I think Sal would understand. About I don't a bad think Sal sword would. I think Sal would have only ever held good, well-made rapiers. I don't think she would know that you can make a less quality one. But also, right. Diana has no idea how you can make a bad one. I mean, there's lots of ways you can make a bad sword. <laughs> I'm sure there are. I just um, don't know what they are. I think Nuke says uh, there are other blacksmiths in the city and there are other swordsmiths in the city and if you're gonna call in a boon you should do it with one of them but if you really want me to make a sword for you i'll give it a shot would you feel comfortable making me a sword he kind of like shoots a look at afonza and afonza like slaps him on the chest and she goes new can make a sword new could make a sword for you i don't need a fancy sword so like don't worry about like fancy i just need it to Slice and dice and be a sword. Okay. I think you can handle this. I want you to make my sword. All right. He's, like, sweating more than he was at the, <laughs> at the like, um, anvil. He goes, okay, all right, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll, I'll make you a sword. Talk to, um, if you can get uh, Mithnod Jamiri to purchase the steel for the master... I want you I'll to make it, it, though. I don't want you... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll make it. All right. I can do that. She owes me, so... Okay. She promised me a boon, and I get to make my own boon. I told her I get to make my own boon. My boon is going to be you making my sword and that she pays for it. She told me I can do that, so I'm doing that. Okay. And then I think I chit-chat with them. Okay. And they're probably very uncomfortable with the fact that I just chit-chat with them. No, I mean, I think New kind of warms up, um, and Afonza is very comfortable with you, mm-hmm. um, and Nuke's master is asleep by the furnace, and I think that you guys just kind of chit-chat while people walk by in the street. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else you want to do here? Nothing that really is going to progress the story. The rest is just going to be, like, wasting time, so. Okay. Um, I think we go and search for just, it's not Jacintha. Jalanta? Jalanta. You want to go? Okay. Um, so Nuke can't join you because he has to stay. Right, with he's his working. Job. That makes sense. But Afonso knows where to find Jolanta mm-hmm. and uh, takes you there. It is uh, in another corner of Corpse Town. Okay. And it is this small little stand with all these like liquid waxes and vials of, of essential oils mm-hmm. and incense sticks and all this other stuff like little tea candles like burning and diffusing these oils and uh jolanta is there with an older uh dwarf and uh they are making candles and jolanta is a dwarf that you saw at is the dwarf that you saw at Mm -hmm. um at the riot Mm mm-hmm and you recognize now, and I think when you first saw Jalanta during the riot, I was using he, him pronouns. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think maybe during all the kerfuffle, you thought Jalanta braided their beard, like he, him pronouns. Mm-hmm. Um, when you see them now, you realize that their beard is braided in uh, feminine. Okay. Like has feminine braids. Yeah. And I don't know if you were wrong the first time you saw her. And mm-hmm. I don't know if you know if you were wrong. It may be that you were mistaken, or it also might be that Jalanta changes their braids. Yeah. So um, Jalanta sees you, and it's much the same reaction. Mm-hmm. Like, shit, you're alive. Why, um, is, why is everybody... You brought me back. Did you think you were bringing a corpse? Uh, Jalanta goes, no, I just... 
you were pretty beat up. I mean, I guess. I thought you'd be out for at least another day. I'm tougher than that. She goes, well, yeah, you messed up those chasers real bad, so... That was a group effort. I wasn't acting alone. You should give yourself some credit. She puts her hands up and she's like, I I didn't do anything. I saw Nuke throw a few punches and I just grabbed Ebovin and ran. That's doing something. That was the whole point of me fighting. That was the whole point, was to get him out safely. You did something. You should be proud of yourself. Yeah. She goes, uh, so what can I, can I help you? Well, one, I wanted to see the people who saved me and thank you for saving me. So thank you for saving me. But also, in the kerfuffle, did you happen to see where my rapier went? She goes, uh, I saw you drop it on the stage and then nobody grabbed it. All right. That answers a lot of questions for me. Thank you. I appreciate it. Sorry. That's fine. I don't care. I'm getting a new one. I'm very excited about it. Uh, Nuke, Nuke yeah, is making one a, for me. Yeah, I think Afonza is like, Nuke's going to make it. And uh, Jolanta's like, you sure you want Nuke to make it? Okay, it's a sword. I need it to hack and slash. I don't need it to, you know, carve cheese. It's fine. <laughs> as long as it can hack and slash. It does not need to be pretty. I trust him. He saved my life. I trust him to make me another one. Okay. Plus, um, I know him, and he's the only one I know, so. I think we just make some chit-chat. I really did just kind of want to, like, meet these people and ask where my sword went. Yeah. Uh, Jalanta kind of keeps up talking with you as she uh, keeps um, going about her business, Mm -hmm. making candles. I think I ask Alfonso where I can find the matriarch at this moment. Uh, Alfonso says, I can take you back there. You you don't have to. You've been carting me around all day. I appreciate it. I, I live by myth, so... Well, then, perfect. Can you yeah. Can you take me there? Yeah, for sure. All right, and she does. And uh, I think you guys go back to that little, that square. Mm-hmm. And those null matriarchs are, or the null women, um, they're not matriarchs. They are still out kind of in the square mm-hmm. um, talking while their cubs and the other kids play. And Afonza brings you up to them, and she goes, this is Sal. She's the one who saved Abovin. And... I think you're greeted with a range of responses, most of all of which are positive. Some seem more heartfelt than others. Okay. And Alfonso says, she needs to speak to Mithna Jamiri. Can somebody go get her? And one of the, ma- one of the women leave uh, and return with Mithna with her big scar yeah. um, and her odd tooth. Uh, and she walks up and she goes, you again. I thought that uh, that would have been the last I saw of you today. You promised me a boon, if you will recall. Uh, she goes, yes, I did. So I actually was wondering if you could help me with two things. One is the boon, and the other is just some advice. I, I have well. a specific question that I need the advice for. I'll get to that in a second. So the boon... I was hoping that Nuke could make me a new sword, since I don't have one. Um, but he's going to need materials for that. And since you promised me a boon, I was hoping that my boon could be you providing the materials for me to get a new sword. She looks to the other women and goes, Nuke is just an apprentice. Are you sure you would not rather us just 
purchase you a sword. Why does no one want him to get practice in making swords? As long as it doesn't break the first time that I use it, it will be fi- I don't understand. Can you make a bad sword? Why do- and I think I'm lo- I think Sal was like looking around like can you can you make a bad sword? I don't understand. Alphonse is like, yeah. I, I've never even held a sword, and I know you can make a bad sword. Well, I feel like he can make a fine sword. It's a sword. Jamiri says, that is fine. If that is what you wish, I will purchase the best materials that we can and provide them to Nukupenu so that he can make you a sword. Well, thank you. Now, what is the advice that you need? I don't feel like I know enough about null culture and null history, and I was wondering if you could point me in the direction of where I could learn more about it. She and all the women, like, look at one another and go, the only place to learn is with us. Cool, so I'm in the best place already? Yes. Ah, nice. Is there, like, books, or is this oral history? No, our story, we have not... We don't write down our stories. So it's an oral history. Oh, this is so fascinating. How long have you guys been in Sagranza? We have been in Sagranza since its founding. That is so impressive. Now, how long have you... Have you always lived in Quartztown? Or, like, you personally, not just Knowles, but you personally, have you always lived in Quartztown? Yes. Did Knowles always live in Quartztown? Yes. But initially, it was just a natural place for us to go. We do not mind the smell of death. It is something that has always been a part of null culture. And so, initially, it made sense for us to build our homes around the cemeteries of Segaranza. Hmm. It changed when we could no longer build our homes elsewhere became another matter. I can understand why that would be an issue. Was that a recent change? I, uh, why here's the thing. She doesn't, all these questions well, about here, history that well, I Well, here's the thing. Down. She doesn't have to answer me. I kind of assumed she wouldn't. I kind of assumed she'd be like, you need to ask Mama Min. See you later. Deuces. I want to say, how, how old did we say Sagaranza is? I don't remember. I already know that I asked some of these questions before, but I couldn't. One, I couldn't remember the answer, and two, I wanted to see if she would lie to me. Our restriction to Corpstown came not long after the founding of the city. I forget that there are orcs in this setting all the time. Because we are less trusted even than the orcs or the Formians. Um, than the Formians? The... Their babies are like larva. That's gross. <laughs> Sorry, that's a Diana statement. I'm sorry, that's a Diana statement. That is OOC. That's OOC because that they're gross. Those babies are gross. They're, they're like adorable. they're larvae. Also, what a way to judge a fantasy species. Their babies are larvae. It's gross. Based on their babies. They're gross. Um, babies should be cute. Those babies are gross. Uh, she goes. Uh, we are trusted less than the orcs or the formians, um, and. It has been that way for a very, very long time. Thank you for answering my questions. I appreciate them. Is there, like, a, other than the matriarchs, is there someone else that, like, tells stories or, like, knows the history? Or is that specifically to the matriarchs? Is that why? Is that part of what makes the matriarch so special? It is the duty of the matriarchs. This is fascinating. Thank you so much for sharing with me. I know you don't like me, but I appreciate it. Thank mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
in Sound's head, she's going, all right, sassy. Like, I'm over here trying to make a con- connection to you, having you ask, having you answer some questions about yourself. Also, don't forget your well-read move. Yeah, but I'm not reading anything. When I first encounter an important creature, location, or item. I'm not encountering a creature. I'm encountering a person. Okay. I'm not in a location for the first time, nor have I encountered an item for the first time. And none of these things are covered by my bardic lore. I might be able to... I might be able to make a... I might be able to do something... If I go back to the Biden, I might be able to do something with my Legends of Heroes Past. Maybe, maybe. Mm -hmm. But at this moment, I don't think I can use that. I think I make my awkward goodbyes because it's very clear I am not wanted in this situation. And I head back to Mama Mins. Uh, and there, uh, I think uh, Afonza gives her, like, says her goodbyes and assures you that she'll meet up with Nuke to, like, organize your sword mm-hmm. getting made and everything. And uh, you head back to Mama Mins and uh, the whole Mama Min family is mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Uh what do you want to do? I think now I'm going to use my well-read stat for the um, the Biden. And I know it says that it has to be the first time that I see this thing, but here's what I'm thinking. I saw the Biden, and it triggered a memory, but I didn't place the memory until I left. Okay. Until I was on the road. So this is the first time that I'm seeing the statue with the Biden with the memory of it. Okay. Which is why I am now kind of going through my stuff. Maybe I look through my book. Maybe mm-hmm. I leaf through my book to see if I can find any clues as to why he uses a Biden or what the point of the Biden is. Okay. Well, you get to ask me one question. Is here's the here's the question that I want. Is the Biden that Avarius has mm-hmm. the same Biden of the goddess? Yes. I want to ask so many more follow-up questions. <laughs> you, that was your one and only I know, question. I know. Based on this statue. You know it is the same Biden. How do you know it's the same Biden? Well, I feel like... Are, are most Bidens shaped like crescent moons? No. Right, so that might be an indicator. Like, that... The likelihood of that is very slim. Mm-hmm. And then maybe in my book there's a drawing. And the drawing's, like, very, very slim. I'm sure there are differences because it's artistic renderings. But... Yeah. Um, very like shockingly similar to the one on the statue aside from the unusual crescent moon shape of the blade mm-hmm. what is a detail of the biden that helps you identify them as the same weapon i think there's carvings on the staff or drawings maybe paintings there's designs on the staff of it it's not I think carvings makes more sense i think carvings makes more sense I don't too think you would paint the staff i a... think I think the blade, like the crescent moon, might have some designs on it, but I kind of imagine it plain. Mm-hmm. Like there might be designs on it. But I think the staff has some some specific designs. Okay. Any idea what they are? No, I don't. I'm trying to think right now, but I can't think of anything specific. Maybe stars? I don't know. I don't know if it would have any shapes, any mm. specific identifiable shapes other than, like, geometric shapes. Okay, yeah, just like geometric knot work? Yeah, I, okay. think, I think just geo- geometric knot work. I can get by on that. But they're like, it's like specific knot work. Yeah, it's, it's, it's unique. Yes, yeah. Okay, so yeah, you come through your book and you find this, this image of the, uh, of Averius and his Biden, and it is, it's the same as the one in the statue in mm-hmm. the center of the town, and it's the same as the statue of, uh, the goddess. I have... Omlin Arkan. 
Amlun Arakan. Amlun Arakan. Is yep. that the same goddess with the... That's the only one I wrote down. I thought I was writing down the name of the one with the Biden, but I yep. might be writing down the evil one instead. Nope, that's the name of the one with the Biden. Okay. What time is it? In uh, the day? Oh, uh, I think it's evening. Okay. I think if it's not night, it's getting there. Are we having an av- Are we having an evening meal? Uh, yeah, you should be. Okay. During the evening meal, I think I nudge Omen, poke him, give some sort of indication that I need him to talk to me after the meal. Okay. Is it after the meal? Can I talk? Yep. Okay. Yeah. You guys, uh, you guys eat a very nice meal after dinner. Uh, Mama Min says, "We will organize a place for you to sleep again tonight, and in the morning, I, I've written some letters." to some people who owe me favors and in the morning we will organize your living situation thank you so much Mm -hmm. i really appreciate everything that you're doing for me i'm very very grateful for you putting yourself out for me so thank you she goes of course uh and then she retires to the back room um i i'm helping omen clean up okay so i tell omen i need to go to the library tonight the one in the middle of the town he goes what why I need to do some research, and I can't leave, and I don't want your mom to be mad at me, so I can't leave during the day, so I need to go tonight. If you're leaving, I'm going with you. He goes, uh, okay, all right, yeah. Um, actually, um, I think you're gonna have to either parlay or defy danger charisma. I'm defying danger charisma. I think he's starting to, like, kind of lose his, I think he's losing his nerve a little bit. Defying danger charisma. That was a seven plus two is a nine. So I think I just like bat my eyelashes and like very cartoony. I'm like, please take me to the library. But like in a you much think more. That's car- the way no, to get I don't know. I don't know what's a good charisma way. I don't have any charisma. Diana does not have charisma. Uh, I mean, I think he's angry. I think you would want to appeal to his anger. No, I don't think I want to appeal to his anger. I don't want him angry. But I want him to take me. Okay. He looks at you. No, I think I do appeal to his anger. But I'm like, if you want to stick it to the man, you're going to help me go to the library. <laughs> he goes, uh, all right. You're going to go to the library with me? He goes, yeah. Isn't the library, like, all the way across town and in, like, a northern district? Maybe. It is. Crap. It's, like, just south so it'd be of, too like... F- it would be too far to go during the night. It's pretty far. I thought, also, why do you I assume it's going to be open at night? Well, I don't expect it to be open. I expect to break in. But I oh, thought... Shit. I thought it was in the middle of town, but I might be remembering the one, the library that's associated with with the heart. Yeah, no, the public library is in town. It is towards the middle, but it's it's not very far from like Everistus district. Okay. Like it was pretty close to Everistus. Yeah. So it I wouldn't would say it's. Trick. Yes, it's across the city. I don't. I don't think it's. M- particularly more dangerous than other places um if we were walking how long would it take us i don't know maybe two okay maybe maybe even longer but it would probably make more sense just to get a rickshaw well i still have some money i think we're we're like planning this out like i really want to go to the library okay but the library is across town how are we going to get there okay like i think this might be the best way for us to do it yeah Although, didn't we establish that most rickshaws won't take gnolls after dark? Yeah, but I feel like if we can get on one close enough to Corpstown, then the rickshaw driver who is taking us 
like knows that they're close to to Corpstown. You know, like they yeah. might be more willing to do it. Okay, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. We go on an adventure and we come home. All right, Omen goes. All right, uh, we'll wait until um, Marshiri starts getting ready for bed, and then we can sneak out. Cool. Are you are you having second thoughts about this? I saw the way that Jamiri was worried about Abavin, and they were going to execute Abavin for the things that you and I did, and the things that I did. If they catch me, I don't know what would happen to my mom. That's a really good point. I don't want to put you in danger, but I want to go to the library. So how about this instead? Instead of putting ourselves in danger, and mainly putting you in danger, my selfishness putting you in danger, instead of doing that, can you help me come up with a way that I can get to the library in the next few days? Oh my goes, yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, Let's we'll... brainstorm some ways for me to not make your mom angry or put her in hot water. Definitely not draw the attention of any other matriarchs, but also get my butt across town into a library. Okay. Let's brainstorm that. Let's not leave tonight because I don't want you in danger. He goes, all right. I think that's a good idea. And then I make my way to my pile of clothes and blankets and blankets and, and hay and yeah. stuff. Concession was sensible. She did a sensible thing mm-hmm. and she saved someone. Yeah. I think that's a good thing. Also, she realized in that conversation, I just want everybody to know, she was a little bit selfish. She realized that she didn't have her sword, so she had no way of defending anybody. <laughs> so, like, going out was not going to be smart. Sal goes to bed, and we see the streets of Corpstown. And we move through the streets of Corpstown, and we get to the steps that lead into Corpstown because mm-hmm. Corpstown is lower than the rest of the city. Mm-hmm. And we go up the steps and we're going up the steps and we see the street leading up to like the, the big open area that leads to the massive, like wide staircase that mm-hmm. leads into a whole district of the city. And we see the cobblestone streets and then stepping into frame is the armored boot of a city guard. And I think we'll end there. First of all, first of all, Messia has my sword. That was the bundle. That is the bundle that was given to her. Someone from my family is on their way here, and that's just one boot. It's probably somebody who's coming after us, but it could be a friend of mine, but it probably isn't. Boo all of this. Oh, no. There's going to be a big fight. I'm excited for this climax. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. We appreciate you joining us, and thank you so much. Uh, it's because of you that we continue doing this. Um, it means a lot to us. It uh, really does. That's why I made him record tonight. Yes, at so late. It's not it's so, so late. late. It's I'm fine. dying. We, well, we needed to record. It's good for the soul. Thank you to Zach B, our editor, without whom this definitely would not get made. Um, also, thank you to Diana for nagging me into recording. Yeah. We, I need to stop missing weekend recordings. I got a shout out, guys. The big problem is that Monster Hunter World came out, and then I didn't want to record this weekend. Also, I just wanted to play Monster Hunter World. Also, you were sick. Yeah, but I didn't want to say that because I think I feel like we've said that I'm sick like eight times That's on the podcast, and I don't want people sick. to be worried about me. It's because you're always sick. Don't worry about him. He's fine. Uh, thank you to In Love with the Ghost for the use of their song "Chilling at New Moose Place" off of the album "Healing." We love it. It's excellent. If you like us, please make sure to rate 
and subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, if you do leave a rating, we will give you a shout out on the show like we did last week. We didn't get any new ratings. Check it out, guys. Uh, Fix that. Hold on. That was too happy. If you guys loved us, you would be rating us. You need to rate us. This is unacceptable. Do you, do you rate the ones you love? You rate the ones you love. That sounds not good. That doesn't sound very yeah, good. Yeah, I realized um, <laughs> I meant it more like... You give five-star reviews to the people that you love. Yeah, I meant it more like you shouldn't judge, but it did sound bad. Please recommend us to your fellow RPG-loving friends. You can follow us on Twitter at Pod. If you could tweet about us, we would love to see it. Uh, you can tag us or hashtag HeartPointsPod, and we will mention you on the show, like uh, at Garamond, at Jason Simmons, at the Grey King, and at BC Martin, uh, all of whom tweeted at us or retweeted us or generally talked to us on Twitter, which I really appreciate. We also did this cool thing on Twitter. I hate memes in general, but there was that cool, like, for every like, I'll answer a question meme, and... Uh, RPG underscore casts, RPG casts, made one for RPG Actual Play Podcasts. Yeah. And I did it, and I had a lot of fun doing that. Uh, a lot of people came out and, and fed us those delicious likes so yeah. that I could answer all the questions. But that means that 26 people, or at least 26 accounts, are out there listening to us. That means you guys need to go on iTunes, and you need to give us five-star <laughs> reviews. I know that there's at least 26 of you. Hungry for those reviews. Give me those reviews. Nom, nom, nom. Uh, you can also like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash heartpointspod. And I think that's it. I think so. So thank you again for joining us this week. We hope you enjoyed it. And we look forward to seeing you again. Get some billowy pants. Have a very nice day. But like a very nice one. Bye.